0: Welcome to another episode of What is Hashimoto's with Dr. Martin Rutherford. To find out more on any of our topics or for information on scheduling a consultation with Dr. Rutherford, please visit us at whatishashimotos.com. And now here's Dr. Rutherford. <laughs> a TPO of 10,000. Like ah, doc save me please, I'm dying, help. <laughs> it's 10,000. I just had one there, that was 20,000. Just had one there, that was 20,000. So, um, so so, that's pretty scary if you have no idea what that means. And our, you know, our tendencies, <laughs> there's a lot of tests that I run. Um, one of them is food sensitivity tests that have just so many different interpretations and you have to know what those interpretations are. And I wanted these this morning, like a, a note on it, like, well, this says, this, this, this food sensitivity test says I should eat this and this one says I shouldn't eat this. And which one is it? And, and, and both of them were different food sensitivity tests and they had di- completely different meanings and they were totally congruent. And, and, and so you need to know the nuances of, of how that can happen because we're used to looking at blood tests forever, right? You're used to walking in and your doctor goes, your blood sugar is 102, so you're a little bit over. So, but let's not worry about it yet yeah, because it's just early pre-diabetes. So that's where we're at. It's like, it's like look at these numbers, but we're finding out in chronic conditions that, especially Hashimoto's, you just can't do that. There's just so many nuances to how you look, delve into these, these tests and understand these numbers. So thyroid peroxidase enzyme, that's the most commonly attacked thyroid enzyme in autoimmunity. There's an anti-thyroglobulin one, and then there's another one for Graves, but TPO is it. You say TPO, most people know what you're talking about um, in that field. And so, so that gets attacked and then that starts to make you make more thyroid hormone and you start getting jittery, okay? So I have patients that come in and they, <laughs> and they, they lay me, lay down in front of me like the one the other day, it was 20,000. It was 20,000. And, and, but she didn't have heart palpitations. She didn't have anxiety. She, she wasn't, you know, thin and couldn't put on weight. She wasn't, she didn't have Graves' disease. It was like, oh my God, I have 20,000. I gotta get it down, I gotta get it down. N- not necessarily, not necessarily. So, it, so the thyroid peroxidase enzyme gets, it gets attacked by antibodies to tell your, in Hashimoto's, to tell your immune system to attack that cell in your thyroid. The TPO enzyme will go up as antibodies affect it, okay? It will go up. However, it's not a measurement of damage to your thyroid, okay? It doesn't, it, it tells you that your, Immune system is signaling your white blood cells, essentially, to kill your thyroid, but that doesn't mean that that they're doing it. It just means that you got a lot of you got a lot of antibodies flying around, telling your thyroid to do it. Now your thyroid, your immune system might be so suppressed and fatigued, it may not be doing it. There's a number of reasons that it might not be doing it. I might have a patient who's coming in and they figured out a lot of their food sensitivities and, and or whatever it is, they figured out chemical sensitivities or they've taken vitamin D and it may dampen the white blood cell response, despite the fact that the person's making a ton of these, of these uh, antibodies that are raising your TPO. So, A better marker, believe it or not, as to how much damage is being done to your thyroid is the thyroid stimulating hormone, which thanks to many of my colleagues and myself has become like the, duh, they only do thyroid stimulating hormone. Now that's dumb to just do thyroid stimulating hormone. However, when you're evaluating a thyroid or trying to evaluate the whole thing. However, it's an extremely good marker for, measuring damage to your thyroid. So if you have a, so if you have a thyroid stimulating hormone, let's use the range one to three. That's the range that I like. Okay, some people are 1.8 to 2.8. Those are really strict. Others are the medical professions like 0. 0.4 or 5 to 4.5. So that's just why, let's use one to three. Okay, so, so let's say you're in one to three. Let's say you're 2.8. If you're in 2.8, and you are on a certain thyroid hormone, so you're taking a thyroid hormone at, let's use it, let's use fifty. Okay, so at fifty micrograms this year, um, and then you come back the next year and it's seventy five, and then you come back the next year and it's, and it's, and it's you know one hundred and twenty five. Your thyroid is being damaged. You could have you could have antibodies at 14, you could have antibodies at 20,000. It, it, it's not the antibodies. It's not, it's not the antibodies. It's that a part of your immune system is attacking. There's another test that you can tell as to whether that's happening. They're called T B lymphocytes and, um, and natural killer cells. And you can look at those. And if those are flared up, you've got a problem. Okay, so nobody even talks about those. They're very, very um, not known for some reason. They're just basically uh, a specific panel of the white blood cells that do the killing. So these guys, these 2,000, they don't do the killing. So you, really, you should run a TSH. If your TSHs are going up like like every six months, you should probably have your thyroid checked every three months because in that period of time, your thyroid is being damaged and and you'll be getting symptoms. So if you, so basically that's the whole skinny on that. Basically your 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 TSH if it's normal is going to be telling you there's not a lot of damage. If your TSHs are going up like this, then it, these can be all over the place. And 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 these are not telling you. So if you get 2000, do not faint, okay? It doesn't and if you have 2,000 and you're not getting heart palpitations and anxiety and insomnia and I, it does not mean we got to get the number from 102 down to 98. It does not mean that okay it, and and so so I, I wanted to clear that up. Um, it's actually a pretty wide topic, um, but I think that really covers the vast majority of what I wanted to say about that without getting too deep into the weeds. Um, so you there there are, other, there are other ways. There are other ways to tell how, um, how much damage there is, what's really important. But you can use, one last thing, you can use that TPL. Let's say somebody comes in here with a thyroid peroxidase enzyme 500. And let's say that's kind of, I use it as their baseline. So we use it as their baseline. So then the person's getting better, getting better, getting better. Maybe, maybe, maybe it doesn't move. Maybe it just stays right there, okay? and But then if the patient starts is like a year later, they come back and they have a thousand, now that'll light me up. Because that means that they're probably going into an exacerbation. It may be that they go from 500 to 250 when we get them into remission. But I kind of use that, so I'll use that first baseline as okay, here's where they were when they came in here and, and here's the nuances of how to use that in a clinical way that are relevant, that you can use it for that. but I, but. It has, it has almost nothing to do with the actual damage that's going to your tissue. You would, you would be better off by going by your symptoms than, than, than going by that. So now that, I think that really covers all the, pretty much the Cliff Notes basics of, of, of what you need to know about TPOs of 1,000 or 2,000 or 20,000 or 10,000 or, or all the thousands, <laughs> okay. All right, so that's TPO and 10,000. Thank you for joining us for another episode of What is Hashimoto's? To find out more on any of our topics or for information on scheduling a consultation with Dr. Rutherford, please visit us at whatishashimoto's.com.